How have you never seen my favorite show? Or any of these movies or these games? I know you better fix it quick before it gets out of control. How come you don't know? I'm on the mic. We're here on the I'm mic, hot. finally. Yeah, sorry. We took a week because <laughs> I don't know why, but we just didn't. I know why, because instead of oh, we, only we did have... all of our shopping and stuff. And oh no, well yes. Oh, I did. Merry Christmas. Yeep. So did I. No, so did I. No, it, we took the one night we had. Oh yes. To watch the movie we had planned, we watched a different Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. And then we could have recorded. The Love Actually episode. Yes. Oh, no. I meant we could have recorded do, the night before, but we didn't. Would you like to do a uh, two-minute Love Actually episode? I think you're going to have to do a two-minute Love Actually episode, or or we're going to get... I don't want to get roasted by all my friends. Ooh, wow. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, so Nick has never seen Love Actually, which no. I realized as we were flipping through I was, stuff. I, I, so my the main thing I knew about Love Actually was that it was all the different stories coming together. And that there were the the cue cards seen in the snow. And I did not take notes. We actually just watched the movie. Yeah. God forbid we watch a movie. And so so to be fair, like I feel like all my friends, and I said this to Nick while we were watching it, all my friends watched it in like high school or early college and therefore have this like really nostalgic, warm, like all my friends and I watch it together every year kind of feeling. I watched it. I think for the first time, like maybe five years ago, alone by myself, probably depressed around Christmas. <clears throat> Very different vibe than like all your buds around 2003 watching it. So yeah. um, I didn't like it, I think, as much as all my friends have historically right. and have like good feelings about it. What did you think about it? I just thought it was a very bizarre, <laughs> madcap, almost like a cartoon. It wasn't... Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't feel like any of the relationships were earned or developed, except for the one that's totally separate from all of them, the Bill, Bill Nye and his manager. <laughs> I feel like that one is yeah, the... That one was believable. It kind of gets, yeah, at... And it gets believable. But that, do you think that's because we also... I guess we know all the relationships, but do you think that's because we, quote, know how like cranky drug addled uh but has a heart of gold has changed band person with their pain the, in the ass manager trope is such they, like a they specific were thing they were certainly hanging on a lot of tropes yeah and but i guess oh, I, th- I think tropey, that was right? that was the that was the anchor in for all the stories is or you already know what's going to happen you already know uh Whoa. except for except for the one with the cue cards that was the one that the trope is she married the wrong person, and he's going to win her back. Yeah, and that's what I figured was going to happen. That, that's the that's that's is like, that the trope? Because because what you see is she marries someone she loves, and he loves her. Yeah, I'm saying, and then the creepy. Oh yeah, okay. The trope you'd expect is sure. this. Yes. The trope that is is she marries somebody she's happy, and this guy's got a crush on her. That's maybe it. That's what they're. Maybe that's what they're. And there's going no. For. There's no. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to that storyline. Yeah, I wish. I mean, the movie was long enough, I guess, but they could have given that storyline if they wanted it to really hit home, though people still really love that. But like five yeah. more minutes 
of the either the boyfriend, tr- you know, the husband treating her like shit. Like in the beginning, he does say like you can tell he's if you don't if you you could miss it very easily in the wedding scene because there's music playing and he's talking to his friend about how like I hope you didn't mess up this like you messed up the bachelor party and if you don't catch it he means like he wanted stripper he wanted to like hook up with the strippers I think and what he got was like male strippers or male prostitutes or something by accident Mm. and I think it was that the guy is creepy and wanted to like mess around before his wedding and so quote his best friend quote messed it up and now that you think about it he did it on purpose right maybe the best friend didn't hire the women on purpose because he didn't want to yeah maybe mess with um his the person he liked but um, we're we're already getting to the the, the limit of my interest in love. whatever my point is they could have given it five minutes of him treating her badly yeah and them being friends but she says you never even talk to me like it's just a creepy stalker yeah i don't understand it i really don't like friends reach out to me tell me why i should like this guy besides that he's cute and like i guess weirdly it's kind of like say anything ish except it's not no relationship yeah yeah like yeah tell me yeah, why I should I, like I, we I, love this the you know watching it with a kid too the story of the stepdad that was a good one that was the a good liam story. neeson storyline was good yeah um all the other storylines i felt were um power dynamics that went unexamined mm. like mm-hmm. the prime minister has so much power over his housemaid uh and the english writer oh yeah has a lot of power over the person he hired housemaid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> who doesn't speak his language and yet they somehow fall like i don't know and alan Let's, uh what's his name alan rickman and alan. the power over the secretary she has power over him it's bad news yeah um we liked laura Emma thompson's really good sweet relationship with laura Linney's bro- that that was also good you're right so there are things in there that i did like uh but, but the, the main the main takeaways that people that may- maybe not the people take away i don't know maybe people really love the laura Linney thing Linny thing but yeah. uh the main love plot lines yeah i was like yeah. Bah. Except for the Emma, Emma Thompson's very good at oh, playing that. that role. Oh, damn, Emma Thompson. Um, um, it was funnier than I remembered. I did laugh a couple times. which I f- And you laughed, too, because it was, like, absurd, yeah. absurdist. Yeah. I forgot it was kind of, like, absurd humor. But All right, let's transition to the main event. Oh, my goodness. 1985's classic. Classic. Nobody's heard uh, of it. The classic nobody's heard of. Classic nobody's heard of. Santa Claus the movie. Colin the movie. Santa Claus colon the movie starring David Huddleston as Santa Claus and Dudley Moore as Patch and Burgess Meredith as the old elf or whatever. <laughs> I was really upset by this. <laughs> I, I wasn't upset. So, okay. Yes, you were. You were yelling, why do we not know who he is? Okay, oh, yeah. That, I, I No, I kind of like that uh, the movie does not explain certain Anything? things. Yeah. Um, so, should we should we do the... Uh, do a quick rundown and then we get into what we thought of it? We? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we kind of do that as we do the plot. We've done this so many times. How do you still not know? <laughs> Okay, so we start off with actually, you know what? Speaking of which, we should you should watch Claws with me, but um, we start off with old man in like a Norwegianish style village, yeah, which is why it made me yeah. think of it. Um, who brings he's he's not anybody's dad. He's, this is like he's the 15th, like 16th everybody's century Uncle Claus. Yeah, he brings homemade gifts to every all the Christmas. kids in town, and then a town town is a. To one house, but it seems like he does it to other people. Yeah, but this is like a, a sparse settlements in the deep winter woods. Yes, sure. So he's he's taking his 
sleigh and his two reindeer, Donner and Blitzen. Mm-hmm. He takes them around and delivers. He just delivers toys. Wife? He's a toy maker and he delivers toys. The, so maybe was it that he stu- he left his wife at that place because she wasn't with him when he came in the door. Yeah. She was no, no, at they, the they were both there. I thought they she were was, both on the sleigh. Okay, whatever. I've seen this movie many times. They're both there. Okay. Um. So they get back on the sleigh. They go to go back home, but there's like a blizzard happening, and for some reason they decide they still want to because it's Christmas or whatever. They want to make it back. So they go out in the blizzard. That's not really a blizzard because apparently special effects don't i mean not special effects practical effects don't exist in 1985 wow so this must be a thing for my childhood because i really remember this being like this is like a awful storm and it feels that way to me still really i mean i guess it's got that maybe, fake maybe wind it's, maybe it's like the yeah it could be the sound could be the acting of the reindeer as they like pass out i was like this is snow. unbelievable this is not what happens <laughs> well because immediately what, okay if they had sold it as in like once again I feel like I need more buy-in. Like, I need a couple more minutes of, like, them struggling. Not, hey, what happened? Oh, it's cold. Boom. The reindeers are down. Right. W- turns around, looks at Mrs. Claus. She's passed, passed out. out. Like, he and then sits he, down he next to her, da- passes out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's not what? Okay. It's all right. I'm suspending yeah. belief or whatever. Like, what you kind of have to do for a movie sure. about Santa Claus. No. What do you mean, Nick? Okay. Um. So, then the i'm trying hold on let me see if i took any notes on the vendigum the vendigum the vendigum that's, oh, it, that's what it's called um the, i didn't uh, take any jess was really trying to remember that <laughs> word vendicloggin the vend- I what vendigum I is the what the the people in the the norse village call the elves yeah they call them vendigum. The little people the vendicum the they call them a couple different things um i wrote reindeer radice looking I for practical. I I had the thought that it wouldn't be surprising to me if this was the type of movie that was like you you did a little research into it and you were like oh eight reindeer died while filming <laughs> oh, this movie. We should have looked up something. Uh, like the the way they were. Those were not real reindeer. Babe. No, but like it it feels that while they were trying to like model the reindeer, movie, they right? killed them all. Yeah, I could see that. Um, he he makes a good Santa Claus. He looks very. He Santa-y. does. He looks great. Um. So they end up passed out, and then it turns out the Vendicum come out of, I don't know, the, the, the invisible village that's at the North Pole. Mm-hmm. It's magic. Um, sure. I don't know why they, were they, but they said like our village, our thing is, our home is far from here. Were they passing o- through that area or were they just like lost? The Vendigum? I guess it doesn't matter. No, the clauses. Oh yeah. I think they were lost. I okay, think they were the, snow, the, the snow addled their sense of direction they were way okay, off but base. they're not the ones it's the reindeer who okay anyway <clears throat> um donna was stressed so the elves say we've been waiting for you yeah like it's the um the prophecy the prophecy or whatever uh you're making me so elf conscious <laughs> and i was like ooh. We got some elf puns. I like it. Dudley Moore is full of elf puns. Yes, I wrote them all down. No, well, Mrs. Claus gets one. Yes, yeah, she does. Well, I hope af- I didn't after she all. lives with them for a while, she you know she catches yes. on. So then they take them back. Mr. Claus, Uncle Claus, whatever you want to call him, has no qualms about anything. He kind of asks like one or two questions, but you d- it's where, really just. Hang on, where do they take him? To the santa's workshop is it, are you talking about when they get to the workshop or before the whole thing yeah he has like no questions yeah he's like two before they start doing anything he's like you exist yeah and then 
like oh yes okay look you're frozen you want to go to a home yeah but once they get there and they're like you are hero you're gonna do this this and this he's like all right i mean yeah what how is his question how not what do you mean i have other things to do i i'm gonna live forever oh okay right (laughs) so there's there's one thing i like about that the whole this whole workshop setup is that i like that the elves are in control yeah I like that he is just a delivery person. That's true. He, he's kind of nominally they, they in charge. Him, they yeah. kind of look they look to him for some direction, but his main job is to deliver the presents. That's true. But they do he's, they once he gets there, they do treat him like he's sure sir and all that stuff. Well, I'm saying like they like with the assistant stuff and whatever yeah. they get to. But, but my question I, is, I, I were they like, just sitting on those toys the whole time, or was there another Santa? I think he's the he's the first. So they've just been making toys for they, a thousand years. I don't know. They, they the myth, the the idea of Santa started around that time, right? Those this yeah, was, I guess this so. was the idea. So they were waiting for him, and he was the one who's going to fulfill. But didn't they say we've been waiting for years myth. or like yeah. hundreds of years or something? Yeah. So they had it all ready to go for yeah, that I'm first saying, Christmas. So I'm yeah. saying they, that's a lot of toys. Yeah, they must have. So why didn't they have it like going for a couple? Maybe they did for a couple yeah, hundred years. Well, they, we, as we see the 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 passage of time, that's true. We get a nice little glimpse through the la- the next four centuries. I wrote origin Santa story. Like I had no yeah. idea that's what it was. Yeah, I, I I like this. I like this version of the story. I like that he's this delivery guy who used to be his roots are in toy making and delivery, and all he, all he wants to do is just bring joy to kids. Give kids toys. That's what he likes to do. Yeah, and it makes total sense for that person to then become Santa Claus. Yeah. It's kind of like the Santa Claus. The movie is the sem- is must have been based on this a little bit, or, you know, whatever it's called. Yeah, the S- Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Yes. I, so we'll we'll get into this later, but I feel like S- the Santa Claus and Santa Claus the movie are diametrically opposed in their view of the world. What? I feel like the Santa Claus is this, even the idea of the Santa Claus, this legal document binding somebody to be Santa. Mm is like this gross what's a capitalist not that capitalist endeavor whereas this movie is highly anti-capitalist sure and is more i mean it, i mean does there's the it mimics the factory floor and all that stuff but yeah i feel like this the santa claus the idea that that conceit feels gross to me whereas this one feels more like well it only feels gross because he's so pissed about it if well, a dude was excited about being Santa Claus, it might not feel so weird. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. You know, Tim Allen's like furious and doesn't believe in it and whatever. But it's also that like this weird rule. It's a, it's a, weird a legally, prophecy? a legally, no, it's a legally binding magical document. Okay. So it was a prophecy. So- it's a legal, it's, it's but not he go, legal. He's it's like, bi- yes, it's a binding is- magical prophecy. But this Santa Claus is like, yes, this is exactly what I want. This is perfect. I what if to, he had I said no? To, do we know that elves wouldn't have we don't made to. him kept keep him there? He, he did it anyway. <laughs> he just did it. Okay. Um, I'm just saying it's not that different. Yeah. It's this. It's this in the 1900s. It's this guy who needs to retire in the 1900s. I don't know. Okay. Um. Uh, you you know uh, who does it better than the Santa Claus? 
What? The Ernest movie. Ernest Saves Christmas. I don't remember it well enough. Santa Claus is losing his magic mm-hmm. and he needs to find a replacement. So he finds the person with the best heart that he possibly can. Yeah. That's Ernest Saves Christmas. Yeah. That's like, that's who should become Santa Claus. No. Not some guy who just happens to legally I'm, have to be Santa Claus. I mean, It's the agreed, person with the right heart. But this guy, I think the conceit here would be that he needed to be Santa Claus. Not, not, um, and, not, not Huddleston, but Tim Allen. Mm. needed to be santa claus he needed that in his life yeah but and it but, and he he still he did it perfectly and great by the end so but, but like christmas exists to teach this one asshole a lesson that sucks too christmas can teach any assholes of lessons. course but it's like this individualistic but thing it's like it's not helps, about the kids it's about this teaching this one guy to be better guy but that helps everybody eh. <laughs> i mean eh. i could <laughs> all right so we get we get um i said i didn't expect it to be so jolly and hopeful the Mm. music was very like yeah there's one there's one song in the movie oh yeah i don't want to play it in case it's like copyrighted but um it's very we get a five minute look around with that song playing of like you know from santa's point of view and then they kind of like pan around the whole workshop and you get to see everybody so can i say so the workshop is like this it's basically, it looks like Tinker Toys. The whole workshop I looks like, oh, I, I like wooden toys and the whole workshop looks like Tinker Toys. Nick, and Nick, I feel like the uh, workshop is self-explanatory. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but like these, you know, these bright, extremely yeah. bright. Primary colors. Lacquered wooden toys. Full of lead paint. And yeah, <laughs> but like I, I found it all so nauseating. Yes. Like the whole aesthetic of that workshop and all their clothes, it was just sickening to look at. Like I like the the idea of it, but like the direction of the design was so gross to me. It's really it was really tough to look at a lot. Yeah, no, um, I agree. It was also oversaturated, like eighties yeah. color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there there's one thing I do have to shout out, and I was talking to my mom actually about this today. I told mm-hmm. her we watched this movie. Oh, what'd she say? She's like, oh, that's a good one. I remember that one. And I said, you remember, it's got your favorite bed in it. She oh. loves that bed behind the those one, doors. Little, yeah. So there's this little compartment. I feel like I'd be claustrophobic. Yeah. There's like a bed compartment where they there's a wooden doors. Almost like a ship's cabin. And then there's like a king a room that's the size of a king size bed inside of it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's on a ship. Yeah. And that's where Santa and Mrs. Claus sleep. They sleep in this little bed. It's very cute. And my mom, every time, would say, this is the most comfortable looking room I could ever imagine. Well, you hear what she says. She's like, I don't want to even go to sleep. This place is so comfortable. I just want yeah. to stay up and experience it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. She's so I, I have to shout out my mom's love of that bed compartment. Yeah. No, it's an interesting uh, little little area. I wrote that after a while. So they do a passage of time from like the 1500s, whatever, through like 1985. But as it goes on, right, it starts with um, Mrs. Claus, especially she's um, Anya is wearing a very traditional garb, like just, you know, brown, whatever. And then it slowly starts adding and stuff. And by towards the end, she's wearing a sash of the polka dots, like the elves, the elves are all wearing polka dots and she wears a sash. That is like an homage to what the elves are wearing. Yeah, over the course of the movie, both Santa and Anya start to basically wear the elves' clothing. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, except for the fact that the elves' clothing is freaking disgusting <laughs> to look at. It's n- it's a nice touch, but it is gross. It also all looks very like costume, like poorly made costume. Yeah, not like I don't think the budget on this was too big. No, 
No, but maybe still, it was like, though. It, it could have been like huge. Used, it feels like they used like like upholstery fabric. Like nothing fit yeah. right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, just whatever. Um, but I wrote. <laughs> I, I did. I tried to write down the quote. I should. I wish I'd gotten like the. So at some point, well, before any of that happens, actually, when they're kind of handing the reins to Santa, this old elf, which is what I, we were talking about, comes Burgess out. Burgess Meredith comes out. The his beard is like it was not sixty five feet long. Oh yeah. It was supposed to be. It was written with James Cagney in mind. Oh wow. And he liked the film's over idea, but his he was too old and weakened wow. physical condition precluded him from taking the role. Wow. Also, you were right. Uh, real deer were trained to pull the sleigh. Yeah. Crews required Did they die? To, I don't know. Did any die? Oh. Required months to complete the training, which also allowed the deer to grow antlers for the final filming. For shots where it was not possible to use deer, sophisticated animatronic deer were used. All right. I think we need to are we do a couple forever? smash cuts. Okay. Uh, uh, hang on. Hang <laughs> so the, the uh, next... Elf conscious, elf confidence, elf control, <laughs> elf assurance, elf explanatory. Heaven helps them who helps them elf. Them elf. Oh so this is i'm a, entirely elf taught and mrs claus says elf portrait so this is a great way to bring up patch it yeah. was the inciting incident of sort of the rest of the movie so santa needs an assistant because he's so worn down after but patch three is already centuries like angling for this yeah patch is like a leonardo da vinci he's always got another idea he's always looking for the next thing and he um he gets to be santa's new assistant by building this big contraption that makes more toys than the elves can just make by themselves uh but the contraption is poorly thought through and makes shoddy toys so the first christmas uh they spend it it does it well for a while it's just he doesn't what it breaks down in the middle of it and instead of checking or fixing or like qaing anything he does not do that so uh this is we're now in the 20th century uh, when he comes up with this streamlined approach where they, they take people away from actually building. This is uh, sort of like the robots replacing humans in the factory kind of thing. Uh, although there is one thing I want to touch on in the mm-hmm. 19th century, which is that there's a a real prick of a little brother who so messes with, like messes with the cat in. of the house. And this is just to bring the lore in that I feel like they Santa... Wanted to give everybody a present, but then this one kid was such an asshole to the cat that the naughty nice list was invented. And I guess to be so fair, I was going to say I didn't think this anything. was necessary. But it but is. It is. Because a bee is You're right. Eat. You're right. Um, Very so, little payoff yeah, now we're, again. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, we we're, now we're in the 20th century, an hour into the movie, and the plot begins. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? This movie's still <laughs> happening? What? I, that, like, I would have been happy with just like... O- origin story of santa and then being like the yeah, end yeah it would have been this fine is santa but like, they, they then patch <laughs> is so depressed that his toys didn't do well and actually they, well, start, they returned them people the returned are... toys to santa because they were so busted and the he, kids were like ah, santa's i don't believe in santa because even though he gave no, me they, a toy they, they, remember that little girl they didn't she say i don't like, believe yeah. in santa they said santa makes bad toys we should get I him from one, somewhere else i thought that little girl said she didn't believe in him Man, anyway. I do kind of like that. Uh, is this is a universe where everybody just like, yeah, Santa's real, and he's just one of the toy makers out there. <laughs> Except for Joe. Joe doesn't believe in him. He doesn't. I don't think so. He doesn't believe that that's the real him, but he does believe oh, in uh, him. Does he? I thought it was that he didn't. Um, like as soon as 
Yeah, whatever. So um, okay, so then plot is where all of a sudden there's a young girl in a house which looks like it's from, you know, Secret Garden 1901, which I know the Secret Garden is not from then, but like early 1900s. I don't know what the cats are doing. If you hear sounds in the background, that's our cats messing around. Oh my god, they have the zoomies. Um, 1900s, like really gaudy, audacious, like furniture and whatever and then they speak with american accents and it was the most <laughs> weird like off-putting thing i've ever heard that nanny that governor should have at least had a british accent even if they were in new york i don't care right like that place does not exist in new york in 1985 so there's I didn't a believe it. rich girl and what was a, her name cordelia Cord- cornelia cornelia corny <laughs> and there's a scamp outside uh don't call him a scamp he's, he's just a, a poor he's homeless, a little homeless kid. kid little scamp joe oh, Jesus. um and this is the scene i was talking about that the scene where she leaves him the food and the mm-hmm. coke yes. i was like i want that like, i mean she literally like tried to like put the coke down and turn it towards well, the yeah, camera like here's the coke oh this reminds me i have to show you the most the worst product placement that challenge thing i just said oh, yeah, i needed great. to show you is that oh my god everybody just go watch i will maybe i'll post if i can find the exact time i will i will post when yeah. it is it is on mtv so it's like paywalled if you're not if you don't have cable or whatever but you need to go watch it. It's the most painful product placement I've ever seen. Great. Can't wait. Besides this Coke. But the Coke looked good. This other thing, it did look not good. so good. <laughs> and I didn't like Coke, but that kid being so happy to have some food in a Coke, oof, <sighs> that's good. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Should we stop down right, and I'm gonna fix the cats? <laughs> be right back. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Santa meets up with Joe on Christmas night and seems... Santa seems mystified in 1984 or whenever this movie is set that there's a homeless person. Well, he's to be fair, he doesn't seem to understand homes. This is true, but that's weird. He's been around. He's been around. There's no concept of homelessness. I find that strange. As somebody who goes around at night, you'd see people not in homes, but or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I guess you, I don't know. What do you think? Having a sleepover outside around the fucking fire? Yeah, I don't know. Hi. Hoi, hoi, hoi. He clearly doesn't normally make a stops outside. I don't know. He's just clueless. He seems clueless, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, and let's see. At the same time, there is a toy maker mm-hmm. who. Um, John Lithgow. John Lith is played by John Lithgow, named BZ. John Lithgow also. Just looks disgusting in this uh, yeah. movie. I mean, he's that like, one's fine because he's a villain. But like his hair is slicked back. He looks moist and like <laughs> he does look moist. And like he's always he like moving like his definition. mouth in a really gross way. Is yeah. his fixation with the cigar and he's always like putting it in his mouth in like a what really does, do you think really disgusting way. Something? I'm sure it does, but who knows? Bizarre. Um, and. He's just, he's, a, he's, I think he's doing it on purpose, he's but he's just so, such a revolting person yeah, and no, character. I, th- I think that was a choice. And it, uh, just another aesthetic wonder of this movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's so weird. Um, but he's getting, his business is getting sued because there are literally um, glass and nails and stuff <laughs> in so, their stuffed so animals they, like turned up the stuffed animal and it was just like giant nails coming out of glass like <laughs> there's great. not even a reason those are expensive things like glass is yeah. expensive <laughs> yeah. nails are not like that cheap to like i don't know why you put that in it for free oh it's so good um 
But let's see. Like, he doesn't want to hurt children. He just doesn't care about hurting children. So, like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so then somehow Patch gets the sense that he should go hang out with BZ. Well, oh, because he sees all the... He sees a... He's, he knows a he's depart- a toy maker. He sees a department right? store breaking down a BZ display. He's like, ooh, these are flying off the shelves. I should go talk to BZ. He he's seems like, like he's a toy maker. Like, I know Santa's a toy yeah. maker. This guy's a toy maker. That's like, he's so he very somehow, simple. So he somehow convinces BZ to let me make something for you. And we're going to give it away for free. And then BZ goes, well, that's perfect. Well, he freaked out about the free first. And then he's like, it's perfect. We'll get him hooked and then we'll sell it back to him at $1,000 the next Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and the thing that uh, Patch makes for everybody is a little lollipop that um, makes you float. I wonder how... Um, oh, excuse me. We stayed up also late till 10.30 watching the movie. Um, I wonder how how much money the BZ Corporation lost putting out the... I guess not money because they fired everybody because um, Patch just wanted to do it himself. It so they didn't have to pay anybody. one lollipop per child. And they didn't have to pay anybody, yeah. but it was for everybody in the entire world. Right. But he didn't have to pay anybody, so it was just supply costs right. of whatever the lollipop costs. So like sugar, and sugar. So there's and a sticks. there's a YouTube video of somebody cheap, who estimated how many days Groundhog Day took. What's Groundhog Day? Oh, like literally the the, the movie. Groundhog I'm Day. sure the same person would gladly do. <laughs> how much did Patch's scheme cost in Santa Claus the movie from 1985? Um. But it's a huge hit. People love the the lollipop. And Patch just figures he's unwanted, which is why he's trying to find his place here. But, to be fair, they don't fight for him in any way. No. I mean, I guess they don't know where he goes, and it's the 80s, so it's not like, you know, you can... Track him by track GPS him. <laughs> right. or whatever. But, like, they, but they see him on try. TV, and they're like, oh, I guess he's happy in his new... Like, like corporate no, show call him position. and I be know. like, Patch, we miss you. We are, you're always welcome here if you need to come back. No. All right. He has no so idea. then what happens? Let's see real quick. Um, I'm still just trying to find out if BZ has a name. Oh, you know, something I think is really funny is that so BZ's scheme is like, let's make an even better candy that makes you fly. And instead of waiting till next Christmas, we'll sell it to kids. In March, on March 25th, and we'll call it Christmas 2. I think Christmas 2 is a really funny idea <laughs> for a corporation, because that could totally happen. We're going to do Christmas 2. God, hope they think of a better the name. The sequel though. to Christmas. Um, I think that rules. Yeah. Um, and of course, it backfires. Uh, some, like, also, the reason he wants to like stick it to Santa a little is because Santa didn't give him anything. It's true. Because he was an asshole mm. kid, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, That's yeah. What the idea is. Yeah. So that's why the naughty nice thing Well, that, came that's in. the other thing is that Lith goes like, I never got anything from Santa. Yeah. So whatever. It's like, he knows Santa's real. He's like, I never that's got true. anything from Santa. <laughs> um, so Corny and Joe overhear this evil plot and Joe gets kidnapped yep. and bound and gagged in really a awful. basement next to a furnace. And next time you cut to Joe, because it's just the same basement that Patch lives in or whatever. Next time you see Joe... There's tears all over his face. So there's this bound, gagged, tortured <laughs> child in this Christmas movie. It was very fucked up. It's really awful. I, I and mean, then Patch, of course, is like, hey, I'm going to set you free. And then Joe's like, you piece of shit. I'm out of here. Tries to kick him. But I, it's, Cornelia, the reason he went to the house in the first place was because Cornelia 
got him to come in because he was like burning up and he needed food. And she's like, we have a room for you to stay in the basement. Come stay in this room. She br- It's a basement. It's a basement. Like there's barely concrete. Yeah. It is cold and wet and dank and dark. Yeah. And she's going to keep him down there. Yeah. And then when the uncle comes down, it's her step uncle. Yeah. Girl, step out and say, this is my friend. I invited him in. Yeah. What is he going to do? Just Then he would have just kicked him out. Yeah. He wouldn't have arrested him in front of you. But she just cowers and hides. Like, yeah. well, she she's the, she is not a good friend. She like no. will do... This, she's a typical white girl. She will do stuff for you in secret, but not like stand up for you ever. Right. Right? Or she'll like, oh, look what I did for this kid when she says to Santa, like, I helped Joe. But she like will never stand up to, for him. She won't put his bo- her body in front of him. Um yeah anyway so i don't like cornelius so patch event <laughs> convinces joe to like come ride around with me it'll be fun we're gonna deliver all these uh we're gonna go see santa santa's real he wants to be back let's go see santa but meanwhile we have learned we learned that the candy canes explode from, if they get too hot yeah from bz's assistant um so, so the conceit was that they had to be the magic dust in them had to be on cold storage they were not dude they were know. in a in a filing cabinet it's a, a lot of plot holes in this movie it's about okay. Santa Claus. Um, it would have just been, if anybody had reread the script, be like, oh, we should put it in a filing cabinet in a fridge. Right. So Santa had come to find uh, Joe, or no, find, to find Patch, right? And then Corny was I like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, we find Joe because Corny was like, you, there's, there's a problem. Come quick. And at that point, Patch had already gotten Joe and they're headed back to the North Pole to find Santa and be like, hey, you like me again. So they, Corny and Santa, follow Patch and Joe, and the, the slowest, uh, least, fo- least easy to follow chase scene in the history of cinema. Yeah. Um, and then eventually the Patch's car explodes, and they catch Joe and Patch, and everything's fine. And Patch is welcomed back to the North Pole, and Cornelia and Joe are kidnapped by kidnapped Santa by now. Santa and stay at the North Pole. But a choice to kidnap. Yeah. Can we Cornelia stay here only... for another year, please? Sure. Yeah, but we won't call anybody and tell your governess that she just no. lost the child she was taking care of. And no. I mean, the homeless kid, once again, medical <laughs> was almost a medical kidnapping here. What's happening? Like, <laughs> we, you know. So that's <sighs> Santa Claus the movie. That was it. Oh, oh and BZ uh, ate too many candy cans and floated off into space. But was fine? But was fine. Um, Unfortunately. Oh. Nick, no way. The film was a box office flop? Yeah. It what? Di- no. This disgusting aesthetic. Budget, $32.50 million in the 80s. That is not a small budget, is it? Nope. It was one of the most expensive films ever made at the time. Wow. Oh, my God. That sucks. That it's does not that suck. bad. No, it's a fine That's movie. It's fun. It only took in 23.7. Oof. Oof. Huge failure. No wonder David Helston never... Got any more work until the Big Lebowski? It's been called one of the worst Christmas movies ever. <laughs> They're so mean. This is not as bad as like five of them I watched. No, recently. there's there's a lot of well, I mean now there's a lot of bad ones that they get churned out every year, right? Um, so what did you think? I thought it was sweet. It was parting much, thoughts. Um, I don't know if I would recommend it for like a family now. Right? Would I? There's one really fat phobic scene, but it's the 80s. So what do yeah. you know? I mean, I don't know yeah. what you're going to expect. That was, I was surprised there was only one. Um, oh, and then the, if you give bigger kisses, you get better hugs. Nick and I were both like, yikes, red flag patch. Yeah. <laughs> Who told you that? Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Claus told me that. I was like, oh no. 
Yeah. Mama Claus, what are you doing? Um, but um, other than that, like, I think it makes total sense that I wish, I think I would have loved that if I had seen it in the 90s. Right. Um, I think any 90 kid who's 90s kid who saw that loved it and has fond memories of it. I don't know if like kids now would be able to handle it. Maybe if you started them little. There's nothing like super problematic i mean besides because the kidnapping so I, I i did make a note that um at least for the first hour of the movie this is a universe inhabited entirely by white people there's like well, all sure. the elves are white yes obviously. all the kids they delivered well did you hear me say hey white. look and then there's like one non-white people one non-white person it shows went to, up to new york city point. yeah once in new york city yeah but still new york city is mostly white people in this movie. yes which i mean to be fair you don't see most of new york all you see is cornelia's house right and it's her her governess and bz and right. bz's assistant sure but you don't see many people in new york for how busy new york should be right um, anyway i like the first half yes i, would love I think more, more than the second people. half yes uh, i'd love lithgow but it's honestly at that point it's like it's Patch so that that the second half is like real it's a real stretch Literally could turn it off when Patch leaves. I, I, all the stuff up to that was sweet and fun. Yeah. And uh, if Patch had just like learned his lesson and, and went off and took care of the reindeer for a little bit and then came back and was like, I've learned what I should do is like right. make sure things work before I send them out into the world. Great. Sold. Yeah. A, a tight, a tight 70 minute movie right there. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think the problem with this movie is it's confused as to what it is. Yeah. Uh, and it ju- it's two or three movies at once, and it doesn't need to be all that stuff. Or they needed to be. make the beginning Santa stuff, which I don't want it to be shorter. But they, if they wanted all that yes. end stuff, they needed to make it like half an hour, not yep. an hour. But that was the fun part. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, so the then you part. need to, you need to not have the whole yep. New York thing. Like it was too convoluted. Yeah. Right. I don't know. All right. I, I mean, I. Uh, Freddie Mercury is supposed to sing that song. Right. That Christmas song that we were like jamming out to at the wow. end, that would have been great. You should listen to that. I forget. Let me see if I can find what it was called. Oh, I got. I, I, I don't. It. I don't think I have it. Never mind. Um, it was called. Well, you said that Paul McCartney was gonna originally sing it, originally sing their the songs on it. Um, the theme is it's Christmas all over the world. Christmas all over the world. Which I kept thinking the all over the world. <laughs> I don't know. It just was gross the way she sang it, or he sang. It. I don't know. It was Sheena Easton, I think. Yes. Um, I well, we'll be back later this week, hopefully. Yeah. So if you want to watch Love Actually and tell us, or you don't have Elf. to watch it. No, I know. I'm saying. Like, oh, I see. Come back and tell us why we were wrong about how we felt about it. Yep. Or tell us w- if you ever saw this. Did you puke when you watched Santa Claus the movie because it was so disgusting looking? <laughs> you really were offended by the lacquered toys that much those were actually built apparently i mean it was it was fine but it, it did it just felt like the colors were nauseating strong yeah you're not so a primary a color person no yeah our house is pretty much all like t- jewel toned like i like the i like the green santa outfit rather than the big bright red one really yeah i like that green on a santa Interesting. it's nice it is nice anyway. it's not his color nick i know as mrs I know. as anya says um but yeah, so we're going to watch Elf. We're going to watch we'll Elf. We'll be back. Well, we promise we'll be back next. This th- Before Christmas. We're gonna po- we're gonna have, when are we posting this then? Tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well, you're going to hear this on Monday. Yeah. Um, And then we're going to have another one before Christmas. So probably Thursday or Friday. Yep. Probably Friday. Let's get yeah. Friday. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. Because we still have to watch a movie and record. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. All right. Nah. How have you never? 
at things. Uh, Twitter's imploding. So, yeah, and we also we can't we can't promote this unfortunately on any social platforms. That'll timestamp exactly when this happened. We cannot promote this. On, we cannot link to another <laughs> social Twitter. platform. On Go on to Twitter and vote for vote for Elon, Elon Musk to resign. <laughs> yeah, vote for Elon Musk. Let's to see resign. how he's doing. I can't believe anybody voted for him to stay. Honestly, who's voting for him to stay? I don't know. Let's see. Can I vote? Yeah. Have you not voted yet? I haven't. I've, I you showed it to me while we were like making dinner. Let's see. Trending. Vote yes. <laughs> it's trending. <laughs> no, he made that trend. There's no way people made that like. Uh, uh, so currently, wait. Yes, he should resign. Currently, eight point no, three million people have voted, and fifty-seven percent of them say yes. He should step down as head of CEO. So yes, right. should. I'm voting yes. He yes, should. Yes, you should vote yes. Okay. This is like when I go to vote in the, the those convoluted like ballot measures where right. it's like you will not never n- no do this, and you're right. like, wait, how many negatives yeah, can one, there be? Which one do I gotta do? All right. So we'll be back with Elf. Find us elsewhere. Email us, text us, whatever. Thank you for listening to this podcast about a movie that really nobody's ever seen. Max said he saw it. Did yeah, you see that? I saw it. Thanks, Max. Hi, Max. If you're um, all right. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.